there's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zinn for a spin. Zinn nicotine pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction. Anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor. Get in gear with the Zinn 10 Challenge and enjoy 10 smoke-free, spit-free days for just $5.95. Order online and start your new journey today. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Are you tired of endlessly searching for work, applying for jobs, and never hearing back? Job openings vanishing into thin air? What if with just one connection, you could link with dozens of companies that are hiring? What if that connection was a locally owned business ready to help without charging a fee? Express Employment Professionals is your one connection. Go to ExpressPros.com. With endless opportunities, it's time to try something new in your job search. Let Express Employment Professionals help you. Start at ExpressPros.com. Maller here. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full lineup of Redestein tires. Go to TireRack.com sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you. One of over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com. The way tire buying should be. This is the best of the Ben Maller Show on Fox Sports Radio. The uh, preparations continuing for Super Bowl 52. The gambling public, I always look at the early money. The early money on a Super Bowl, all all sporting events, but the Super Bowl in particular, you want to see where the early money is as the Patriots and Eagles do their thing. Uh, Nothing this week, and then next week, the the main gusto of Super Bowl coverage from Minneapolis as they feverishly prepare U.S. Bank Stadium for the ultimate in-your-face to Viking fans uh, having to watch those animal eagle fans uh, come to town to play the Patriots. But the uh, the question of the the gambling uh, side of things here, which which side is the early money on? And it is overwhelming in favor of the Philadelphia Eagles. There's a lot of a reaction, and it's an overreaction to Nick Foles' performance against the Vikings, and the assumption that Foles is going to do that again. The Vikings getting, uh, or the uh, Eagles rather, getting seventy percent, over seventy percent uh, of the early money is on the side of the Eagles in the Super Bowl. That uh, you know, most of the money comes in late, so keep that in mind. But early on, it's uh, all Eagles all the time, plus the five and a half in the Super Bowl. Philadelphia, the biggest dog. Going back since 09 
with the Cardinals. But while that is going on, the losers in the conference championship game licking their wounds, uh, and uh, that includes the, the Jacksonville Jags, uh, who are deciding what's going on. Now, I, I found this one of the more compelling fallout stories from the championship conference championship weekend, and it involves Blake Bortles. It involves Blake Bortles. Now, if you've not been paying attention, you might have heard, might might have not gotten the nuance on this. But Bortles, while he was the talk of the town for many because he was supposed to suck, and he didn't suck, he just was average, uh, Blake Bortles is not, not a lock to be back with the Jaguars in 2018. Uh, Tom Coughlin can walk away from Blake Bortles uh, he's got a contract in place, Bortles does. It'll pay him $19 million, uh, but there's an out in it. And if the Jags want, they can say, see you later, uh, thanks, here's a parting gift, go play somewhere else, hasta la vista, goodbye, arriva derche, get the hell out of here. Uh, so I wanted to talk about this with you. Now, my viewpoint on it, and, and we'll, we'll get into it with you, and we'll have a little bit of conversation here. The, the, the question is, what should Jacksonville do with Blake Vortles? Which, it's very simple. Uh, and I would say three words. Set him free. Set him free, a Blake Bortles. But you've got Mirage, Fool's Gold, and learn from history. Learn from history. Now, first of all, Blake Bortles played better than he was supposed to. Right? He played, And as the playoffs went along, he seemed like he got better. He sucked against Buffalo. was a little bit better. In Jacksonville's game against Pittsburgh, wasn't that good against the Steelers. There were some other outlier things that took place there for Jacksonville to, to win that game and put up as many points as they did. And then in the first half against the Patriots, Bortles was really good. In the second half, he was really bad. Uh, the fact that he didn't throw an interception is eye-opening. You could even go as far as to say stunning. I don't think that would be wrong. But I am not convinced as a skeptic that this is – some kind of life-altering twist, that this is an epiphany, that he's figured it out. Bortles has been a pushover his entire career. Let's not forget that. And the statistic up until this past year of all quarterbacks in the NFL, the one that was Mr. Garbage Time, the king of garbage time, was Blake Bortles. In the fourth quarter, when the game was well out of hand, it was a stat-stuffing palooza for Bortles. And his numbers would have been really uh, just uh, horrifically bad if it had not been for the garbage time stat stuffing that took place. Until you see or I see consistency from Blake Bortles uh, week in and week out during the regular season, you have to remain a skeptic. You have to be unconvinced. And the postseason, the fact that he played pretty well in the first half in New England does not change that. It doesn't erase the body of work that he's put up. And secondly, and this is the real damning thing for Blake Bortles, and really the decision's rather easy for Tom Coughlin, at least it should be. There are better options available. I mean, here's the unfortunate reality. Players are that are more talented, more proven than Blake Bortles can be had. If Jacksonville wants, they can move some things around, open up a little bit of money, and voila, Kirk Cousins, who's a better player than Blake Bortles. Uh, and as much as he's maligned in Kansas City, Alex Smith would be an upgrade over Blake Bortles at quarterback. You can always take a wild card shot 
and try to sneak in the middle of the night into the bayou and take Drew Brees out of New Orleans, any of those guys, any of them would be an upgrade at supposedly the most important position on the football field. And Blake Bortles, his playoff run, the way I look at it, until it is backed up with regular season success, it is fool's gold. And the advice here, as an advisor to all of these teams, is to not fall into the booby trap. Bortles was the NFL's 19th-ranked quarterback in 2018. That is average. That is average. You're 19th in the NFL. That's a little bit below average, but we'll give him average. And that's a much bigger sample size, much bigger sample size of work. Now, final word on this. Tom Coughlin, by all accounts, is old school. If you watch the game on Sunday, the AFC Championship game, he didn't have a laptop. He had a notepad and a cup of coffee. He's a pen and notepad guy. He's not a laptop guy. That's Coughlin. He's writing a bunch of – he was probably doodling, but he was writing stuff down in his little cartoons, passing notes to the other people that work for the Jags. But Coughlin, I would think because he's been in it, he knows about the past. And Jacksonville, you would like to believe, will not repeat the same mistakes of the past. You learn from history. You learn from history here, specifically – the many missteps of teams who rewarded shaky quarterbacks after a couple of good games in the postseason and then lived to regret it. And it's not always the postseason. I mean, there's examples of this in the regular season where somebody will play for a couple of games, they'll look pretty good, uh, and they'll get a new contract. Ryan Fitzpatrick played a couple of good games in Buffalo. He got a contract. I remember that. That turned out to be a debacle. How about the, the gold standard for this? The gold standard. The prime example is Joe Flacco, jump ball Joe. He was otherworldly. He had an out-of-body experience. Uh, he had been touched by the heavens. Remember that playoff run, right? The, if you're, you recall, the Ravens played the 49ers. That was back when Colin Kaepernick stood up for the national anthem way back in the day. Uh, and the Ravens, thanks to the power outage and divine intervention, won that Super Bowl. And Flacco, not only was he a quarterback, he was really good. And the Ravens paid the man. They paid Joe Flacco a really large amount of money, and everyone said he earned it. He earned it because of that playoff run. You give him the contract. And how has that worked out? How has that worked out? I will tell you. Uh, The Ravens, since Joe Flacco has gotten that contract, the games he has started in Baltimore – the Ravens have won 38 games and lost 36. And Joe Flacco has a quarterback rating of 82.1, which is like a college radio station on the FM dial. It's not good. Uh, it's a not a good situation. And uh, Tom Coughlin, you say you, you've got another opportunity. You're going to make that same mistake. You're going to make that same mistake. Now, Jacksonville didn't win any Super Bowl, but by their standards, getting to the conference championship game – and having a lead in the fourth quarter is like a mini Super Bowl, a mini Super Bowl situation. All right, so the Ben Maller Show on Fox, the Ben Maller Show on Fox. We will take some phone calls here in a moment. We'll give out the number, and if you you have a competitive advantage if you remember the number. You have a, I'm, I'm going to give it out in a few minutes, and I'm going to try to cut back. I have, people have been saying I'm giving out the number too much, that uh, I've, I've fallen back into my bad habits, that I need to cut back on that, that the show's better when we give out the number less. Uh, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to work on that. I'm in, a, I'm in a program, and I'm in the first step of the program to not give out the number as much. 
So I'm going to see if that'll work out. We'll give it out maybe once or an hour at the most, maybe one and a half times. And half a time is where I just give it half the number, and then you got to figure out the rest of it. Stop this future atrocity. People are very upset with me. I got an email from a guy in Ohio who is like, you know, Ben, you said one, an, one time an hour, and you've been giving out more than that, and the show's not as good. And I thought, well, the show sounds exactly the same to me. It doesn't sound any different. Uh, you know, it's it's you know, good, bad, or ugly. It's the same damn show every time we come in here. Uh, Edmund Dallas Steamboat Willie. Garcia. Right over there. So what do you think of these folks that are saying, I've heard a lot of people talk yeah. about this. That, What's you know, a lot? What's a lot? Well, a few here and there. but you? Uh, so That's not a lot. It's it a is. It's yeah. a lot. Uh, that the Jaguars played not to lose. That they they weren't more aggressive uh, with their play calling. And if you're going to beat the Patriots on the road, you got to you got to be more aggressive offensively. And no. I, Whatever Jacksonville would have done, as long as they lost the game, would have been torn apart. They would It would have been sliced up. That, that, that well, I the, mean, the outcome, whatever they had done, I, they didn't play what Blake Bortles the entire second half didn't play well. That's that right. Because of the play calling? No, I don't think so. I don't I, think I'm, so either. I'm, I'm saying, look, they were they they were in a position to win that game late on the road, and we're going to play to your strengths. And if you lose, you lose. But you're going to put the ball at the end of the game in the hands, so to speak, of your defense because that's the best part of your team. And if they beat you, they beat you. But you're not going to go out there and do something that that you know I mean they were, the reason that they were doing so well in the game was because of their defense because they were running the ball and yes of course Blake Bortles was making you know some plays well, here he, and there he only had i think look, two incompletions in the first half right or but like in that. the second half he didn't so you're going to say yeah. I'm going to be more aggressive I'm going to throw the ball more I mean I don't I just don't buy into the whole Jacksonville was playing not to win or I should say not to lose and instead nah, of to you win gotta, you got to fill time on television or something like that or on the internet, you well, we all we all here. we all need to do that. Yeah, it's very important to do I, that. Like I, I, I was just, I mean, look, I was watch, I was watching the game. I'm tweeting about it, and I'm like, I'm not going to put the ball in Blake Bortles' hands to win or lose this game if I'm Jacksonville. If, if it comes down to it, and my defense is on the field, and we got to stop them to win, I will live or die with that. But I'm not going to put the ball in Blake Bortles' hands and say, go out there and try and win the game for me, because more likely than not, he's going to lose the game for you. Well, what happened to Leonard Fournette, too? I mean, what, what, he didn't exactly dominate the world in that game, right? Wasn't he supposed to be the, the rock of Jacksonville's offense that you could just hand the ball to Fournette consistently, matriculate the ball down the field? What happened there? Well, he had a, he had a very poor game. Well, they say he had an ankle injury going in, so maybe that was a part oh, of it. But you know, put some drugs in it. You know, put a needle in there. Put some drugs in it. Sure. Yeah. Put those. You know, they put a needle. Bam! You give him some magic potion. You go back out there and play. You feel like you're you know 15 years old or something like that. But uh, yeah, no, I'm not gonna not gonna go. They didn't stop Tom Brady. They had fourth and 18, fourth and 18 for Tom Brady, and they converted. And it wasn't because of a penalty. That the Patriots converted right. on fourth and eighteen, but, but we and have seen this is not one of those classic situations where we've seen a team go conservative, right, and and try not to take any chances. I mean, the reason Jacksonville's conservative because they have a good defense and they don't have a very good quarterback. Yeah, that's why it's I not. It's not. Made... This wasn't one of those situations to me where they oh they sat on the ball and they didn't try and make plays and they could have made plays. No, they they played to their strengths. Yeah, in the end, it didn't work out, but. I mean, they, I, that, I would have done the exactly what they would have done. All right. Well, meanwhile, I uh, I got into it with uh, my guy Tony Bruno here because Tony's a diehard oh, yeah. South Philly through oh, yeah. and through. I, I, I saw and, this. Uh, we were going, I think I know where you're going we here. We were going back and forth. And, and 
you know, he, you know, I, I of course won the argument. And the Eagle fans acted like complete Neanderthal cavemen. Uh, and, and well, something else came to light since our since our discussion of of that. Right. Well, I mean, there's other video that came out. And well, the, there was the the story, of course, last week that a, a guy punched a police horse. Yeah, it happened again. It happened again. Yeah. Well, it ha- in, in any two week period, a fan base can have two fans punch a police horse. <laughs> completely reasonable. I, but I, I, had a, uh, I was talking to a buddy, and he's like, "Hey, did you hear about the uh, the Eagles fan who punched the horse?" I'm like, "Oh yeah, that was last week." He's like, "No, yeah, no, yeah, it happened no, again this again. week." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like a rite of passage. Eddie. It's uh, you know, damn it's, that media. It's like a that gang initiation. Media uh, needs go. to ease up on Philadelphia. <laughs> Come on, two chicks at the same time, man. And uh, and my my man Tony and I, we just invited. He can come on here if he wants, but he totally threw out a, a, a red herring, a non sequitur. He brought up. Now we were broadcasting. Tony and I worked at the same. We worked here together, but before that, we worked at the the big sports station in L.A. Uh, the old AM 1150 back in the day in Los Angeles, and we were broadcasting from Staples Center when the Lakers won a championship, and there was a riot right in front of our broadcast position. We were locked inside this corner of uh, Staples Center where we were watching the the cars burn in front of us and the lunatics. And so Tony brought this up. It's like almost 20 years ago, and it's a non sequitur uh, because it does it's, it has nothing to do with the Philadelphia Eagle fans that we're talking about right now. And they're active. The, the most damning video is not the dope that ran into the pole in the, in the subway station in Philadelphia. It's the, the video, and I recommend everyone watch it. Uh, have you seen it, Eddie? It's from the Viking fan perspective. As they're walking to the stadium, they're making the pilgrimage to the stadium in Philadelphia there. They're walking through an area where the Eagle fans are tailgating. And it looks like I would imagine back in the you know, 1700s, when you've you've committed a heinous act against the community, the township, and they're parading you to your execution, that the townspeople, the the way they would respond to you is the same way that the Eagle fan responded to the Viking fans because they were wearing purple, uh, which is they were wearing the wrong color laundry. But you gotta see the you gotta see the video on that because it's 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 a uh, you know, it's a decent amount of time. But watching them walk in the the Viking fan walk into the stadium, like I'm all for razzing the other team. I'm all for razzing the other team. This seemed like it went a little bit further, like a lot. That's not seemed. It did go. It did go a lot further. So uh, check that no, out. No one should feel like their life is in danger when they're walking into a stadium, or or no, maybe not uh, life, but that they're gonna get physically. <laughs> Harmed. I mean, they're going to get jumped. It's Jump yeah. Street. Yeah. Unfortunately, those purple jerseys really stand out too when it's you're hard to uh, hide walking. That. Yes, it it's is. Hard it to is. Hide that. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weeknights at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. And uh, we'd like to alert all our affiliates down the line. Coming up in a few minutes, we'll have Blind Scott rebutting. Uh, rebutting real talk, and we've we've got some some drama among the the P ones here, the key uh, members of the show. Uh, all of it started by Blind Scott's no show. Uh, he's the one that ignited this, and now uh, they've got caller on caller crime. Tammy in Montana's very upset. Uh, a lot of the senior P ones here, the key members of the Maller militia, are unhappy. So we'll we'll have an update on that. We we heard from Real Talk at the end of last hour, and now the rebuttal. From Blind Scott, who has gotten through the phones, have been hot uh, tonight. But we have our first Super Bowl-related controversy. We, we pivot away from the caller drama. Uh, and this does not involve a player. It's not some kind of bombshell dropped on TMZ by 
some source somewhere about an Eagles player or a Patriots player. It does not involve a coach. Uh, it does not involve an owner. So what could it possibly? What could it possibly? In fact, this does not directly involve anyone connected with the Philadelphia Eagles or the Patriots. So what is it? Do you know where I'm going with this? Maybe you missed it. Uh, it is broadcasting intrigue is the way I will position this. Now, it involves Bob Costas. Bob Costas, one of the iconic sportscasters in America, uh, and several of the more prominent TV and radio reporters, there are still some left, uh, were blindsided when NBC announced that it will not not be using Bob Costas on the Super Bowl 52 broadcast. Now, Costas has already been taken off the Olympic coverage. He was replaced by Mike Tirico. Uh, but the the fact that Costas is not going to do anything during the 27,000 hours of hyperbole leading up to Super Bowl 52 has opened some eyes. Instead, the Peacock Network is going to have Liam McHugh as the host on Super Bowl coverage. Uh, Dan Patrick will be doing some stuff uh, as well. Uh, now, NBC said it is not it is not a case of them shunning Bob Costas because of political reasons, but some don't believe them. They say instead it's because Liam McHugh has worked some NFL games, and that is, why, uh, that is why he's the guy. Well, he does hockey, too, but nobody watches that. Uh, so he's been there for a while. Uh, and and so so let's get into this now. Some of the people connecting the dots are convinced that Bob Costas is being railroaded. He's being ostracized because he declared football quote destroys people's brains in one of those think pieces that he wrote. Uh, it was on Time and some other websites uh, a while back. So let's discuss. All right, let's get into this now. The question is, what is really going on? with the decision to take Costas off the Super Bowl. Now, my perspective on this, you've got a couple of things in play. You've got agenda, you've got new blood, heir to the throne, and, might I add, baseball cards. And I will link all of these things together. Now, now the, the first thing here, Bob Costas has had a Hall of Fame career in broadcast, right? And, and so... It's kind of obvious. It doesn't need to be said. Everyone knows it who's paid attention to sports uh, coverage in America. For many of the big events, Costas has been a staple at. And certainly the footprint that Costas has left on sportscasting uh, is he's one of the last bastions of, of that, that era of sportscasting, right? A different era. You know, now it's not, not exactly the same uh, these days. Just like I'm the last bastion of overnight sports radio. You know, it's a very similar very similar impact that we have. And and Costas, he's gotten into the twilight of his run. Now, he's admitted that he wants to do less. And a couple of things have taken on priority for Bob Costas, his agenda, if you will. Number one, Costas, uh, he has a lot of political thoughts, very anti-Donald Trump. He seems to think that everyone needs to hear him whine and preach about every issue going on. And he loves Costas to get on his soapbox, and he, he's a little man, so he has to get on the soapbox, and he has to shame viewers who don't agree with him politically. Uh, and, and number two, Costas is only really engaged when he's talking baseball. 
Right? When he's discussing the merits of the designated hitter versus the double switch, he's locked in. He's in his prime. When he's talking about football and the ins and outs of the NFL, he seems uninterested. He seems bored talking about football. And in the second part, part B, uh, NBC, what they're doing here is they're avoiding having a falling star fall on them. Like, Costas is just not into it when he's doing football. He's into it when he's doing baseball. And this guy, Liam McHugh, uh, he provides new blood, right? New blood for NFL broadcast. He did some stuff. Now, full disclosure here, just just in case if you've been listening a long time. Now, uh, Liam McHugh, I worked with him at, when I briefly w- went into television years ago at the NBC Sports Network. He was doing some NHL stuff. And I was doing a, like a, a, a date. It was like an evening sports show. We Our paths crossed several times. Uh, we might or might not have uh, partaked in uh, some uh, adult beverages. We might or might not have done that. So I, I'm a fan. I, 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 I want to see this guy do well. I think he's good. He's really good. No one knows who he is because he's doing hockey games, uh, the studio stuff for, for the NBC Sports Network. But it was not a state secret. Back then, and this was several years back, that McHugh was being groomed as the heir to the throne over at NBC. He's, I believe he's like 40 years old or something like that, and he's a guy that has paid his dues now to a point because he did go to Syracuse. So I always, anybody that goes to Syracuse that works in media, I can't say they really paid their dues because they went to Syracuse. And if you really paid your dues, you didn't go to Syracuse. You went to Saddleback College. That's really paying your dues. Going to Syracuse, not paying your dues. But anyway, I mean, he worked in some other you know, small places. He worked a lot at like the Tour de France. Can you imagine having to do that? What a nightmare that must be. You know, a bike race. Premier League soccer. What a night. The agony, right? The agony of having to do all that. So he's the new guy. Uh, and I'm happy for him. He seems, like, he seems like a good dude. He was back when our paths crossed in life uh, several years ago. Now, the parting shot on this. Bob Costas, I believe he's 65 years old. He is in, by his own admission, the final chapter of his sports casting career. So you know, let him stay home, and he's got a big, giant collection of baseball cards. He can contemplate his work at the state-run MLB Network. He, he's also got a Hall of Fame speech. He's being inducted into the Broadcasters' Wing the Hall of Fame in Cooperstown this summer. Uh, he can do that. That's where his true love resides, baseball. Right? He can sit around and wait. Pitchers and catchers are going to report to spring training in just a couple of weeks, and Casas can write more heartfelt think pieces about politics and sports, and he'll receive more awards and accolades, and it'll be wonderful. And Liam McHugh will do a much better job because he's engaged, he's interested in football, and he'll do a really good job on the Super Bowl pregame coverage that no one will be watching anyway because who wants to watch that dreck, uh, right? I mean, come on. That's that's the way it is. All right, it's the Ben Maller Show on Fox, on Fox, as we, we do it live. We do it live here on Fox Sports Radio and Edmund Dallas Steamboat Willie. Garcia! So right now, over there. Now, were you saying Costas is not going to be a part of their Olympic coverage? No, they pulled him off the Olympics. Mike Tarico is doing the Olympic. But but there's through. so many hours of Olympic I coverage. Know, you would uh, think he's that not uh, going. He's the, not. He's not doing. Wow. It. Yeah, and that's uh, that's pretty shocking. Yeah, he's uh, he's he wanted he he claimed he wanted to cut back. I, should we believe him? I don't no, know. I yeah, don't okay. believe uh, him. Yeah, probably. not. I mean, how old is he? He's 65. 
Although he looks like he's like 45. Yeah. He does a lot of work to make sure he looks young, you know. Who does more work, him or Jerry Jones? Who do you think does more work? Probably Jerry, because Jerry's got more money. Yeah, I'm going to go Jerry on that one. Costas has made really good money for a long time. He's the number one guy at NBC for 35 years or whatever it's been. He's Oh, I'm sure he's not hurting for uh, yeah, for he's, cash. He's doing okay. Yeah. He's doing all right. But he just he seems like when he's doing the football stuff, he just seems like he's he's just not into it. Like baseball, he'd love, you want to break down, you know, Mickey Mantle. Oh, yeah. There's, there's, <laughs> there's no question that uh, baseball is his number one. That, yeah. That that's, goes without saying. That's why I'm so good, Eddie. I can, I'm multi dimensional. I, I can, any of these things, I can just, uh, you know, yeah. just juggle. Juggle, 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 juggle. That's what I do. I'm juggling. Do we want to hear what Blind Scott has to say here? He's very upset. He's threatening to leave the show. He sent me some nasty messages on uh, Twitter. He's been, Sending me some private messages here, uh, saying he's just going to sleep. He's done with the show. I've never heard him this upset. He's uh, yelling. I'll definitely put him on then. All right. Well, let's get to him right now. Uh, now, if you're new to the show, we were we scheduled three rounds of verbal sparring in the octagon. Verbal warfare it was last week, and one guy showed up, and one guy didn't. The guy that didn't show up, that weaselled out, that ruined all of this is Blind Scott, and he is very angry, and he is next on Fox yeah, Sports. I, I, yeah, yeah, I got to fight Real Talk. Why don't he want to fight me? This is bull, you know? He should fight me. I love doing this. I live for this. This is my life, man. Come on, like, I, I everybody hates me. I, I've been wrongfully terminated from three different jobs because of this reason. I don't have the right equipment. I can't do the job. I can't show up. I catered to this guy's schedule. I adjusted to come in in the 2.30 hour. This is crap, Ben. Hey, Mallor Militia, start tweeting the show. Ben didn't even, Ben named this guy Collier. Nobody voted for him. This is crap. I couldn't even call him the show. I had a legal dispute going on when he called Collier. I was, I had a lawyer that told me not to do it. You know, Tammy, I don't want to fight Tammy. Tammy, go feed your cats. Go look for somebody's cats. Go do sports radio calls or something. You don't do any sports radio calls. Go sing with Real Talk. I have no intention of fighting Tammy. I want to fight Real Talk. He's a piece of crap. He's a Tug McGraw Eagles fan, man. He's so gay, this guy. He sings and dance, dance is the Steamboat Willie. That, that's his mouth and Eddie's nickname. and That's uh, Eddie's piece that he's steamboating on, you know? This is just insane, you know what I mean? I, I should be able to fight him. I, I You know, I'm the number one Patriots fan. This guy, he don't want to fight me. He thinks he should be named Caller Year. This is the biggest, biggest uh, violation of the Americans with Disability Act, you know? It's a civil <laughs> rights violation. Civil you know, rights you, you violation. didn't make a reasonable accommodation <laughs> we, for me. We, we sent you a, Racist. We, we gave you airtime on a national radio show. We left a block of airtime Time, you agreed to, and you didn't show up, and you've yeah, given us I, I, seven different stories why you didn't show up. Dude, this loser, he don't even call the show live. He's a podcast listener. He, dude, that, this is your friend. You pay this guy to call him. No, I don't, I don't, I don't know who he is. No, I've never met friend. him. Nobody's not a friend for Caller of the Year. Well, he won Caller of the Year last year. He's a two-time no, Caller of the Year. He's, a, he's a, No, no, yeah. this it was rigged. It was rigged. Nobody <laughs> it was voted for him. not rigged at all. He won the call of the year. It was a close race, but he won Blind Scott. There was no voting on the website. Let's not even argue this. I, this no, I, how, can, how can I trust you, Blind Scott? I, I, I've well, lost trust. you got to get back in the circle of trust. How can you get well, back in the my, circle take, of trust? Take my personal phone number and call me right before the show and make sure I'm I had, you know? Blind Scott, I, somebody, one of the guys gave me your number. I called you the night of the match, and you didn't answer your phone. We called you like yeah, 10. You, we thought you were dead in a gutter yeah, in front you, of the garden. Yeah, you called me at 2.35 when I was yelling at the police out in front of my apartment. I came back in at 3.05. I, w- I was 
completely available. I got my mom's listening to this. My whole family's listening yeah. to this. I got my neighbors listening to this. I got everybody on That's Twitter reading That's a lie. Sl- your mom's sleeping. Your neighbors are sleeping. They're not awake. No, my neighbor drives. Yeah. He works for JetBlue. He was driving my dad to the airport yesterday. They were both yeah. listening. You know, I'm putting a lot on the line here for your show. I've been calling it since 2006. I've sat on hold forever. I've been <laughs> in psych wars talking about your show, man. I know. I Come on. That. Every- well, that is true. You I'm, have done a lot for the show, Blind Scott. I have, and I've met you. I haven't met Real Talk. Like I've met you. Yeah, We've had a meal together. Uh, yeah, that is accurate. You know. He's running away. Real Talk's running away. I couldn't make it to the show. I was ready to fight him. This guy, he, he's already said I should fight Tammy. I'll fight Tammy right now. Hey, Tammy, you're a loser Broncos fan. Just go feed your cats. Go take care of drag queens in hospitals. All right, hold on a second. Let's see. Uh, t- Tammy, would you like to re- rebut? Tammy in Montana, would you like to respond to Blind Scott here? Well, no, because Blind Scott uh, doesn't mean anything to me. I, I need to rebut about uh, Real Talk. Um, but I did wanted to say, say something positive about Blind Scott. You know, he did take on William Shatner for you, so he that did. should yeah. mean a little yeah, bit of something. Right. Until Shatner blocked. Yeah. But, yeah, he yeah. did. Yeah. So, but as far as Real Talk, you know, Ben, I've been on hold since uh, 1210 waiting for the verbal octagon. You decided not to put me on with Real Talk, so I'm assuming he needed a little bit more time for more of his pathetic material. Um, I don't let anybody tell me what I need to do. You want to let him hijack your show and tell you what you need to do on your show. It is a verbal octagon with real bitch only. He's the only real POS that I have a problem with. He was the first and only yellow bitch because he keeps running away. And you know what? I think that little man has gotten a little bit too big for his panties. He does think he runs the show. Verbal octagon, real bitch, be a man and take the challenge. Oh, look at that. All right. Thanks, Ben. All right. Thank you, Tammy. All right. Uh, Blind Scott, uh, are you there, Blind Scott? Are you? Yeah, yeah. Uh Don't get me wrong. I enjoy a real talk call, but I'll take him on in the verbal octagon on any day, man. I'll pull his underwear over his head and then rip his pants and everything. You know, (laughs) this guy, I just got to put him in his place. You know what I mean? I I, I didn't make it the other night. If you don't want to give me a fight, that's fine. I want want to listen. We had real talk on. I would like to see this happen. I, I will give you I will give you one more chance, Blind Scott, but here's the problem, okay? If you don't show up again, you're dead to me, okay? Do you understand that? Yeah. No excuse. No, oh, the police showed up. I have hep C. Uh, none of that. Okay? Do you understand? Yeah, this no, is I hear a, this you. Is, I could be there. This is, uh, I don't care if there is a blizzard in Boston. The phones go down. You have to figure out a way to get in. Do you understand? See, Ben, that's what's worrisome is that we don't want to lose Blind Scott from you know from the show. We yeah, but we can't we can't be doing. It. He's out of the circle of trust right now. He got he's got to get back in the circle of trust. He he we had a bit a, a network radio bit he didn't show up to. That's the problem. Yeah, everybody's still everybody's still listening to, and these people are losers that listen to your show, man. The biggest low lives ever. You'll find a new group of losers if you lose some of them, you know. Okay, well, thank you. Wait, for that. Is that how he's endearing himself? <laughs> uh, uh, all right, uh, Blind Scott. Well, listen, uh, we will we'll set it up if real talk. Uh, I know she probably went to bed there, but if he's listening, call us up. And uh, when should we do this here? Uh, Tomorrow? We could do it tomorrow. We could do it a couple days from well, now. Let's see. Newbie night is going to be Wednesday into Thursday, right? Yeah. So tomorrow's Tuesday into Wednesday. We could do it tomorrow or we could do it the end of the week. We could try the end of the week again. Yeah. Could do it. But we can't do it then like next week, Sunday into Monday, because that's the scheduled for the Bennies, unless we push the Bennies back. Why don't you try the rematch Thursday into Friday? All right. 
So Thursday in the fight, if Blind Scott and Real Talk are into it, we will we will have that. Very exciting. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weeknights at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. It's Maller. How about that? To the third degree. This is when Big Ben gets grilled. And away we go. It's third degree time. We bring in the Coop de Loop, Justin Cooper. After blowing their lead against the Patriots on Sunday, Defensive Player of the Year Clias Campbell said after the game that he hopes that the team uses the loss as fuel for next season. Now, Ben, regardless of whether they use this for fuel or not, do you think that the Jazz can get back to this spot, or was this just a storybook year? Well, you know, it's not a storybook year because you lost in the AFC Championship game. You blew a 10-point well, yeah, lead in the fourth quarter. Nobody thought they were going to get yeah, there. It, it is unrealistic to expect Jacksonville to be in the AFC Championship game. In fact... Uh, I think there's a much better chance that Jacksonville's back in the top 10 of the NFL draft than they are in the AFC Championship game next season. I'll tell you why. A, the Jaguars had a lot of things that fell their direction, including a very soft schedule. The Jags will be playing tougher competition. They are, they're, they're no longer off the grid also, which means that teams will be paying more attention. They're not, they're not going to have the full bullseye on their back, but uh, they will be thought of in a higher light than they were in recent years. And the Texans and the Titans, you would assume, are going to be stiffer competition in the division. And B, even those many people out there that seem to think Blake Bortles has figured things out, that this was his coming out party in the postseason, as I mentioned earlier in the Mallard monologue, I don't trust him. NFL teams don't fear him, and depending on what kind of movement the Jags make in the offseason here, they are not going to be intimidating anyone on offense. I would set Blake Bortles free and bring in somebody else. But you combine all of these factors, and it is a, a dubious road that Jacksonville is going to go down to reach the rarefied air they did to get to the AFC Championship game this uh, this past season, to get back there again next year. It's, it's just not going to happen. Next! Now, Nick Foles is under contract for the Eagles next year and is about to start for them in the Super Bowl. However, common sense tells us that Carson Wentz will be starting next season. Ben, if Foles is somehow able to go out and win the Super Bowl against Tom Brady and the Patriots, do you think that he would generate enough value in the trade market for the Eagles to want to let him go? Yeah. Let me tell you what's going to happen. Uh, Nick Foles, win or lose in the Super Bowl, uh, there will be zero, zero interest in Nick Foles. Nick Foles is not a starting quarterback in the NFL. He's not. He's a fraud as a starting quarterback over the course of a regular season. No chance. Number one, when Nick Foles had – he already left his happy place in Philly, right? He has been a starting quarterback, and not only has he been a starting, a starting quarterback, he drowned when he was a starting quarterback. He sucked. He was terrible. And I have a very good recall of Nick Foles in games he played in, in mainly in St. Louis with the old St. Louis Rams – or the Kansas City Chiefs, he had a 5-7 and seven record, 10 touchdowns, 10 interceptions, a quarterback rating of 74. He was flummoxed when given the keys to his own NFL franchise. He was a disaster. He couldn't handle it as a starter over the course of the regular season. Now, number two, Nick Foles, if you look around here, and there's a lot of teams that need quarterbacks and will be changing quarterbacks, any team that brings Nick Foles in 
you will laugh at. There are 31 other NFL teams. He should not start for any of those teams. He will not start for any of those teams. Now, Nick Foles can play another six years plus as a high-end backup. That is what he should do. He's a high-end backup in the NFL. Most smart football people know that. And no matter what he should do in the Super Bowl, that is going to be his role going forward in the NFL, not as a starter. Next! Steve Kerr said over the weekend that he has some serious regrets about his time as the Phoenix Suns GM and essentially takes the blame for the team not being able to break through to the next level. Now, he admitted moves that he made were not congruent with what Mike D'Antoni was trying to do at the time with his seven or seconds or less offense. Uh, so how about it, Ben? Is Steve Kerr to blame for Steve Nash not having a ring? No, no. The, the, the reason the Suns did not win a championship in the great D'Antoni era in the Valley of the Sun is David Stern. That is the fall guy. That's the scapegoat. That's the, the, the person you, you pin all this on. And I remember, because we were here at Fox Sports Radio in those days, the, I think it was the 07 NBA playoffs. The Suns were going to beat the San Antonio Spurs. Now, the series was even up. It was the Western semifinals. I would, I would have absolutely bet on the, the Suns in that series. David Stern unnecessarily meddled with the integrity of the postseason. It was a 2-2 series, Game 5. Uh, game five of that series, which was in the Valley of the Sun, David Stern pompously suspended Amari Stoudemire and Boris Diaw for leaving the bench area, and that swung the pendulum in favor of San Antonio. I am very confident the Suns would have easily beaten the Jazz in the Western Finals after that, and then that lowly Cavalier team in the NBA Finals. That was the chance. That was the path for the a Suns franchise to win a championship. And secondly, listen, Steve Kerr is clearly better at babysitting basketball players than building a roster. We've seen what he's done in Golden State, and it's been marvelous. He hasn't really had to do much other than make political declarations and show up to the games when his back's not hurting. Uh, But I'm not going to blame him. The the Suns of 07 had a roster to win a championship, and it was ripped away because David Stern decided to be a red-letter rule commissioner. That's a bad job by him. There it is, Mallard of the third degree. How did we do? Pass yet another edition. Another win for me. Another win for me. I cannot lose in 2018. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app. Now, <laughs> Mallers Mountain of Money. Good Lord, that's a lot of money. Do you have what it takes to get to the top? Probably not. All right, let's do it. Mallers Mountain of Money, the Philadelphia edition. Otherwise known as the Neanderthal edition. So welcome in our combatants for this edition of Mallers Mountain of Money. And who do we have here? We have Tony the Grocery Guy who's in Southern California. Hello, Tony, in beautiful Carson. That's yeah. right. How you doing, big man? What's going on? My neck uh, of the woods there. That's right. Yeah, and, uh, yeah L.A. Chargers, man. Yeah, the home of professional football for now in Carson. All right, yeah. and you're stocking the shelves, Tony? Is that what's going on with you? Just got finished stocking, big man. I just got off, and uh, okay, good. I love relaxing and listening to you guys on the radio. Well, thank you. Appreciate it. Thank you for doing that. Uh, all right, hold on a sec, Tony. Hold on, man. Uh, Tony, the grocery guy, and uh, you will be going against Ivanson in Orlando, who is – are you working tonight, Ivanson? 
Yeah, Big Ben, I'm working in, man. Uh-huh. It's, been a, it's been a crazy night, but right now it's my chill down time, so I got the next two hours. Right. When you guys get off the air, I'm off, I'm off, off, off the clock, too. All right. You're at the Quickie Mart in Orlando, right? That's where you're... Yeah, 7-Eleven. Yeah, I got you. Side. The Quickie Mart, yeah. All right, uh, very good. <laughs> and uh, and what makes it a crazy night? What what happened that made it a crazy night? Were there weird people coming in there? What happened? Oh, yeah. We got all kind of crazy, crazy things, man. Like, I got so many videos. Some of them I'm scared to post online because it's just... Yeah, yeah well, but what's, I got what's in all the, kind of what's, all kind of crazy people coming in. Like, what, what what do you mean? Uh, expand on that, just briefly. Like, what's going on with the crazy? Like, what are we looking at? Just the other night, I had somebody rob somebody at the ATM. As the dude was withdrawing money, somebody come from behind, punched him, and ran out with the money. Is that crazy enough for you? Uh, that's not nice. Yeah. <laughs> that's all in video. You have it all uh, video there. Yeah, the cops came in and took care of it. But yeah, uh-huh. I've, I've had had I've had that, and I've had. People jumped into other people's car and took off with it. Really? In Orlando? In Orlando, Mickey Mouse lives there. You can't do that when Mickey Mouse lives down the street. What's uh, what's going on with these these hoodlums? Uh, All right, uh, Ivanson, very good. Hold on on a sec. The life of Ivanson. Very interesting. Uh, Let's pick our partners. Tony, who do you want to partner up with? You can play with me, Ben. You've got Eddie, Danny G, and the Coupe de Loop. All right. Ben, as much as I love you, man, and I'm... But I'd love to take you down tonight, so I'm going to hook up with Coop. Well, that's the wrong person to pick. Good choice. That's a terrible person to pick. Uh, all right, hold on a sec, Tony. And Ivanson, who would you like to partner up with, buddy? Hey, let's do it, Big Ben. All right, Ivanson. We're gonna, you know what we're going to do? We're going to punch Tony like he's at an ATM machine. That's what we're going to do. We're going to punch him like yes. he's a horse in Philadelphia. Uh, exactly, yes. We're going to punch him like he's a horse. We're going to pretend we're Eagle fans. All right, uh, everyone stand down. Everyone hold on. It'll be uh, Ben and Ivanson. That's the team that's going to win. Remember our names. And then Tony and Coop, that'll be the team that loses. We'll have Mallers Mountain of Money. We'll get to it next. All right, let's jump right into it. It's Mallers Mountain of Money, the Philadelphia edition. you got Tony... The Grocery Guy and Coop, Ivanson, the Quickie Mart Guy, and me, Ben. Let's get started. Here we go. Let's do it. All right. It is the Philly edition. All right, gentlemen, 10 to 100 on the board. You know the deal. We need the first and last name of these sports figures. Tony, you are on the line first. You get to choose the first category here. Brotherly Love, Cream Cheese, Liberty Bell, or Rocky? I'll go Rocky. All right. Rocky for Tony. All right, and Ivanson, that leaves you with Liberty Bell, Cream Cheese, or Brotherly Love? Brotherly Love. All right, good choice by you, Ivanson. (laughs) All right, uh, Tony and Carson and Coop are up first with Rocky. These athletes were known to have a Rocky relationship with at least one teammate. All right, Coop, 45 seconds on the clock. You ready? Ready. Go. Number 18 just won the Super Bowl with the Broncos and then retired. Peyton Manning. Uh, yes, uh, just left the Cavaliers to go to the, the Celtics. He hates LeBron. Kyrie Irving. Yes. Uh, this guy uh, was a wide receiver for the, the Cowboys. He stabbed a teammate in the neck with scissors because he loved cocaine. <laughs> uh, Michael Irvin? Yes. Okay. Uh, this guy was a, a he is a point guard for the Spurs. He's, he's old now. He was married Tony to. Tony Parker. Yes. Uh, this guy got punched in the face by one of his Jets teammates. He's a quarterback and he sucks. Geno Smith. Yes. Uh, this guy uh, brought a gun to the locker room because his teammate didn't pay up on a bet. Um, Gilbert Arenas? Yes. Yeah. Um, and then this guy. Oh. oh. Just ran. That's, my, that's my fault. That's, that's my fault. All right. You got 
240 points for Tony and Coop. Right, let's show them how it's Pretty done good. here, Ivanson. Here we go. All right, Ivanson. Going to have to run the table to take the lead. Brotherly love. These athletes have a brother that also played sports professionally. 45 seconds right. on the clock. Easy category. Ben, you ready? Yeah, let's do it. Go. All right, Peyton's brother. Peyton's brother. Eli Manning. That's correct. Uh, tight end for the Patriots. Right now. Rob going cross. Correct. Uh, his uh, brother plays for the uh, the Grizzlies. His brother's Mark. He plays for the Spurs, this guy. Played for the Lakers. He's a, uh, uh, That is correct. Uh, Rondé's brother. He's a twin. Uh, played with, that is accurate. Uh, 1990s Packers receiver. His brother's Shannon. Uh, tight end. He, he works at Fox Sports 1 with Skip Bayless. Uh, his brother. His, Shannon Sharp. Uh, no, the brother of, uh, brother of Shannon. Yeah, correct. Uh, catcher for the Cardinals uh, right now. Catcher for the Cardinals. Yadier Molina. Correct. Uh, Angels nice. outfielder traded by the Tigers last year. Brother BJ. Brother BJ. He's an outfielder uh, for the Angels. Played for the Tigers. In, uh, yeah. oh, 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 oh. We got a tie. Oh. Go. Justin Upton. That's a tough oh. one. That was a tough one. Okay. He so, said the last name. Right. He gave me Listen. the last name. So it goes back to Tony. Cream cheese or Liberty Bell? I, I got to go Liberty Bell. Okay. All right. You do All your right. Liberty Bell. Liberty Bell. These athletes are known That's to. a tough one. They're known to crack under pressure. Okay. 45 seconds Let's on the clock for you, Coop. Yep. Go. Quarterback for the Falcons. Matt Ryan. A quarterback for the Dolphins never won a ring. Dan Marino. Uh, all-time assist guy in the NBA played with Carl Malone. John Stockton. Uh, this guy was a Fab Five player. He called the timeout when he didn't have one. Chris Weber. Yes. Oh. Uh, the quarterback made it to four straight Super Bowls for the Bills, but he could never win. Jim Kelly. Yes. Oh. Uh, uh, this uh, this Red Sox <laughs> first baseman let uh, uh, let oh. let the ball go between his legs. Oh yeah. Uh, Bill Buckner. That's yes. Uh, right. This Angels closer. Killed himself because he blew the game. He got it. He got it. All right, here we go. Let's do it. Let's do it, Ivanson. Here we go. We got this, Ivanson. We got to run the table to tie. We'll do it. We'll tie. I don't care. We'll tie. Give me the damn questions. We're going to tie the game. Cream cheese. Relax. These athletes are or were all considered soft. 45 seconds on the clock. Here we go. Go. All right, Clipper star from Oklahoma right now, currently. Blake Griffin. Correct. Uh, Celtic stars having his number retired out of Kansas. Number 34. Oh, That's correct. Uh, butt fumble quarterback for the Jets. The Mark Sanchez. Accurate. Jet, uh, Eagles quarterback uh, with Andy Reid. Uh, lost the NFC Championship game. Donovan McNabb. Correct. Chain-smoking Lakers center. <laughs> or chain-smoking Lakers center from the 1980s. Vladi Diva. Correct. Uh, current Lakers center. They, they got him from the Brooklyn Nets this last offseason. He's got bad knees. Ben, uh, yeah, that's correct. Yeah. Uh, former um, former Mets shortstop, uh, Dominican, played for the Marlins, traded. Now he's with the Blue Jays. Uh, what else? Uh, also oh. played in Colorado, Dominican Republic, number five. Uh, I, I can't say it again. <laughs> I don't know how to say the guy's uh, name. Oh, oh, my God. Oh, oh Jose Reyes. Jose Reyes. Who that is. Jose Reyes, please. Good game, no gentlemen. one knows who Jose Reyes is. <laughs> Good game, he's a, boys. He's a spousal abuse guy, uh, also. Yeah. All right, that's uh, what you should have said. Oh, man. <laughs> I knew it, big man. I knew that. Oh, Tony, you're a liar, Tony. You didn't know that. You got a golden you ticket. Donnie Moore, everyone knows that. Those are easy. Donnie Moore's easy. Yes, because Tony's an old guy, and he knows Donnie Moore because Tony's an old guy. He remembers that. That's why. 
say it was a good game. No, it wasn't it's a good not game. His DNA <laughs> Jose Reyes. That was not a good oh, game. Man. Listen, I got baby. robbed because of Jose bleeping Reyes. Oh, man. Screw Jose baby Reyes. Again. Ridiculous. Oh, it's so stupid. Oh, Jose God. Reyes. All right, yeah, I, Iverson, right you're the people's champ, Iverson. Trey, a great job by you. Good game, boys. And uh, there you go. So very, fun. very competitive. Good game, Tony. Ben crying again. All right, you got again, a golden ticket. Screwed by the list. Uh, oh. That's what happened. Oh, boy. Jose Reyes. Jose, a Toronto Blue Jay. People in Toronto don't even know. I don't even know if he's still on the Blue Jays. Jose uh, I Reyes. thought you, Coop almost Bill Buckner on Bill Buckner. That was the easiest name I on the know. board. I know. I thought he was choking on that Bill one. Bill Buckner. Well, it, people that don't even know who the baseball know who Bill Buckner <laughs> is, right? The guy's a legend. He'll, forever. They're guys like the millennials. Like, I know who Bill Buckner is. He's the guy that blew it for the Red Sox when they did before they never won the World Series back at Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. If you're a smoker or dipper looking to make a change, you really only need one reason to do it. But with Zen Nicotine Pouches, you can find many. Zen is America's number one nicotine pouch. It's made with only six simple ingredients. Plus, Zen is the only nicotine pouch with a 10-day hassle-free trial. There are lots of options when it comes to nicotine satisfaction, but there's only one Zen. Find your Zen online or in a store near you at zen.com find. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed... Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.